So I'm really excited to speak to our guest today, Amy Buckhalter from Pulse. I mean, menopause is the rage. You've been talking about it for decades. I've been talking about it for a long time and the industry is now exploding. So really excited to speak to someone who's coming up with another approach. I'm always fascinated by where these entrepreneurs come from. And I remember we talked when we spoke to Jill from Geneve, she talked about going from Microsoft to menopause. Um, Amy talks about she used to work in outdoor sports like Nike and Burton, and now she's focused on indoor sports. Today, how many women came in and talked to you about concerns about menopause or vaginal dryness? Look, menopause is the hot topic of the day and for years and years to come because it's no longer being hidden. People are talking about it. One symptom that is really disturbing and distressing to women who want to age so gracefully and continue with their intimate lives is vaginal dryness. So I think Amy has a, a really interesting take and a, a, a very novel approach to managing this. One of the moments of progress or one of the signs of progress that I think is so great is we didn't used to talk about menopause in the context of enjoyment and pleasure. We didn't used to talk about incontinence as something other than something you needed to fix. And we didn't think of the implications that it had in the bedroom for people. So one of the things that I, we keep finding, this theme that we see over and over again, is the connectivity. When she has a concern or problem in one area of her life, it doesn't just stay in that little area. It has an impact on many other aspects. No question. Well, what I'm finding the most fascinating is where we are now finding products for intimate wellness and self-care. And that's what I really want to talk to Amy about today. Welcome to the business of the V. Hello, friends and colleagues. I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck. And I'm Rachel Braunschirl. Each week, we bring you the most fascinating investors, inventors, entrepreneurs, academics, and healthcare practitioners who are making things happen in women's sexual and reproductive health. If you are a woman, know a woman, have a business, or care about your V health and wellness, fasten your seatbelts and listen in to another informative and inspiring episode. We are so excited to have our guest today, Amy Buckhalter, CEO and founder of Pulse, which she's going to tell us about. And so, Amy, share with us, you bring a broad background in luxury brands and outdoor sports. How did you get to Pulse and Intimate Wellness? Well, yeah, I've had a, a long background in the sporting goods business. And uh, what's kind of interesting about outdoor sports or indoor sports, which is where I say I've kind of moved to, and both based on performance and comfort, right? So I kind of in the same ballpark, just have moved outdoors uh, to indoors. Um, so, you know, the journey goes back really based on my experience of, of going through menopause. And, uh, you know, first entrepreneurial uh, stint, I, you know, like many women going through menopause, you, you kind of get into this phase and there's just so much that's happening with your body and you're trying to figure it out and understand it. 
So what was your aha moment when you said, I'm going to not do outdoor sports and this is a problem that I have and I'm going to create a business because that's a pretty big leap from I'm experiencing menopausal symptoms. Well, for me, it was all about um, vaginal dryness that, that accompanies menopause. And it was really the first time that I started using lots of lubricant. And the big leap came when I just couldn't believe how gross the whole user experience was. I mean, it's cold, it's messy, it's just gross. And uh, the real buzzkill for me was, was, around, was around the coldness. So, you know, I started having conversations with friends of mine and, you know, most every woman, I guess, that's gonna go through this phase is gonna have some issues. And I thought, we gotta fix this in a different way. I mean, that was my big aha moment. Like, why should all of us, why should we be going through this experience without trying to find a more modern solution to it? So Alyssa, we know that you speak to many, many women every day, every week, every month who are experiencing menopausal symptoms. Where does vaginal dryness show up on their list of complaints or concerns? Well, you know, what I really see is a huge disconnect because everybody is geared up to recognize hot flashes or night sweats or even some of the mood changes that may come along with the first time you see menstrual changes and suspect that you're starting to get towards menopause. But vaginal dryness is a little bit of a later symptom. And many women don't make the connection that that's what's going on. And in fact, they're ill-prepared because they haven't uh, you know, taken measures to prevent this in advance. Just for those who are not familiar with Pulse, I mean, this is an unbelievable solution to you know, having something by your nightstand that you can automatically dispense that's warmed for you. So that's the, that's the big deal here, that this is warmed for you so that it's ready at the moment. So I think that um, dryness comes in, uh, takes people by surprise. And you know, we have moisturizers, we have lubricants, we have hormones, and this is a, a, a really like a, a big need for, for women. So Alyssa gave the teaser, we, we buried the lead. Why don't you describe what Pulse is and how it works? Pulse is a very elegant device, right? Part of, part of creating this was how do, we, how do we remove the ugly, sticky tubes and bottles and really make it a more elegant, welcoming experience? So we created a device that um, it feels very Apple-esque, it looks very Apple-esque and uh, we have pods, Oop, already has a pod in it. And uh, you basically in, insert a pod of your favorite formulation. You just tap a button on top and it starts the warming process. So it's elegant, it's clean, it warms up the formulation. It, by motion detection, you just insert your hand underneath and out comes a perfectly warm portion of soothing lubricant. So it's just, uh, yeah, and it comes with, you can change lighting on it. So it creates ambiance with it as well. And um, it's just the perfect, as we like to say at the office, perfect menage a trois. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to laugh only because, you know, 
The cold lubricant story is not strange to any gynecologist because most of us do exams. We unfortunately many times have a colder instrument that might be on a slightly warming pad, but might not be. And then we do an exam that includes lubricant that is frankly not warmed up. And it can be really uncomfortable and definitely a shocker. So I think that this is, you know, a solution that it resonates with me and probably would for any gynecologist. And, you know, I think it's, it's one thing because we expect um, to go for our annual exam and we're expecting it's going to be uncomfortable. I mean, we're expecting it's going to be cold. We're expecting to be happy when we're walking out of the, the office and hopefully the results are good of whatever it is. But, you know, when, when you're having intimate moments um, to be interrupted or to feel tense rather than the soothing of warmth. Um, it's, it's just a whole different seamless experience. I think there's something there around expectation. You do go into the doctor's office and you're not expecting, unless one carve out, unless Alyssa is your doctor, um, you're not <laughs> expecting to have, enjoyable might be going too far, but not horrible, <laughs> not well, horrible. You know, I do, I, do, I do warn about the temperature because look, we've, we've all been on both sides of that uh, speculum. Um, but I just wanna move for one moment to the pods that you're speaking about, Amy, because you know, discussion about lubricants in the gynecology world is really all the rage right now. We speak about ingredients and pH and osmolality and what's healthful and what's not. So. Tell us what's so special about your um, formulations, because I do know that they are quite special. Thank you. Well, I think part of even the process we went through to make the special formulation, uh, we worked with a naturopathic physician in addition to getting expertise from gynecologists as well as chemists. And I think we took an approach of what ingredients do we want to use that are healthy, luxurious, will be more hydrating, will be more soothing. And then we kind of put it through a special filter. We want it to be hypoallergenic for no irritation. And, and what does that mean in layman terms? Because I understand that's a very vague description. And I also want you to define, one of you, define osmolality. <laughs> um, so hypoallergenic, so many women, um, and, and I know, hey, I've had this issue when testing various lubricants in the beginning, can be really irritating. And some might be from chemicals that are included in the recipe. Some may be because they include flavoring. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm, ta I'm talking with a gynecologist here who I know knows all this information. Um, and so we wanted to make sure for even the most sensitive of tissues, it was not going to be an irritant. And we had to look for ingredients and the quality, the premium level of ingredients that would be able to yield those results. And, and we have in both our silicone formulation and our water base. So uh, to your point, Rachel, so we always talk about the vagina in terms of the pH, which is typically in the acidic range. 
So we like our products that we might use uh, vaginally to help to maintain that pH or at least not be too disruptive. Osmolality really has more to do with the fluid and um, how much fluid is drawn in or drawn out because of a product um, and has to do with particle dissolution, if you will. Um, but the, you know, the standard is that we want osmolality for vaginal products to be on the lower side so that the biome does not get horribly disrupted, if that makes any sense. So with that in mind, uh, doctor, uh, you will, you will be impressed with our osmolality, which is 301. And uh, I believe that um, sort of the level that you at least want to be for that balance is 380. And so many on the market, which was a real learning for us as we were also getting more educated around osmolality, especially those with a lot of chemicals in them are like 2,000, 5,000, 6,000. So it's really very drying and dehydrating for, for vaginal tissues, yes? So here's today's hot flash. According to one study, upwards of 50 million Americans use personal lubricants in 2020. You are so right. In fact, the WHO, the World Health Organization actually defines a particular level of osmolality that uh, vaginal lubricant should stay below. So kudos to you for meeting that uh, in spades. So that's incredible. Thank you. So let's switch a little bit to the business model. Where do you buy it? How do you find it? Where can you find it? If you love it, how can you get more stuff? Well, you can always get oodles of products, Pulse products on our own website, which is lovemypulse.com. We also sell on Amazon. I mean, everybody loves prime shipping, right? So you can go right to Amazon and add in to whatever you're else going to be buying. And then in the past uh, year, we have really, we've, we're really excited. We've broken into the top premium retailers. I mean, we are, we are, we are featured at Nordstrom, Saks Fifth Avenue, uh, on Goop, uh, Bloomingdale's this month. I mean, we've come a long way, baby, as the saying goes. I mean, you know, that's unbelievable. Right? I, I, what I want to understand is how did you really just turn the conversation from a medical situation or need to now a beauty luxury uh, product, if you will? Like that, that is really something because most lubricants are sold as sort of almost medicinal uh, in nature. You know, it's a, it's a really interesting question, Alyssa, because these premium retailers now, they are featuring our products really under their beauty umbrella because self-care has become part of beauty. And, you know, care down there, as many are referring to, and specifically Nordstrom, they want to be able to offer elegant solutions. I mean, we have a, a whole different world today than our parents' world, right? So it is about how to make our experiences for self-care and sexual wellness and intimate care is a big part of self-care now. And so, you know, when they have an elegant device and there are many products on, on the market now for all facets of sexual wellness, 
um, that are made to look as beautiful as they make you feel beautiful for what they do for you. And it's really been terrific to watch that progress. One of the things we're seeing in the general discussion around women's health is sort of the intersectionality of all aspects of her life, mental health, physical health, emotional health, skin health. You can't talk about one without talking about the other. And for me, one of the most exciting things is that these large retailers have extended this to beauty. They're way more comfortable talking about it as self-care than they are about intimate wellness or lubricants, which is fine for me. I mean, get it in the store and we'll, and we'll get people to try it. Um, but you know, having been on the product side of this world for so long, the day that Nordstrom and Goop and, you know, the day that Nordstrom and Bloomingdale say they're carrying these products, to me, that's like winning the lottery. And, and you know, kudos to some of these retailers who saw this as an opportunity because you need people of that size and of that um, influence to say yes. So I literally, to me, New Year's Day, you know, the biggest present I got this year was <laughs> finding out that all these companies, all these retailers now take these products. Um, when I was in my first company in this space, we heard, well, we're happy to sell it in Walmart and we sell a lot of it, but please don't tell anybody that we carry you. You know, so talk about we've come a long way. And, you know, Pulse is one example. And there are many, many others about really how this whole conversation about wellness and pleasure and sexuality um, has changed and evolved over the past many years and even more dramatically so during COVID. And with that, you know, Alyssa, you mentioned about uh, lubricants at one point feeling very pharmaceutical and medicinal and so forth. To match what Rachel just said about the retailers, the products are really just becoming Stunning. I mean, gone are the days of just these cheap plastic tubes, right? That look like they belong in the drugstore. They are in shapes and uh, sizes and colors and materials that really feel like a beauty product or a, fr a fragrance or that belongs in a more elegant, stylish uh, retail environment. I mean, you know, our, our pulse. And there's many other products like this that, that produce that are in beautiful packaging like this. Who wouldn't want to get that as a gift for somebody or to themselves? So the aesthetic has become so much more important. And I think it'll continue to drive um, on the path of as elegant and stylish as possible as we move forward. One of the other big themes that we hear about in product development is, and in just general conversations, is sustainability. Has that been a conversation you've had? How have you responded to it as a company or a brand? Is that something your customers care about? Oh, yeah. In fact, we started the product development on this about eight and a half years ago. And it Which was is like a hundred years in regular time, you know, entrepreneur, eight and a half entrepreneurial years feels like a century. Yes, it, uh, it's, been, it's been forever, it seems like. But uh, when we first walked in to talk to our engineers, I mean, the first charge was the pods themselves. That's when all the discussion was going on between Nespresso and Keurig. Nespresso, they had a, a recyclable uh, a path 
you got a, a bag within your within your shipment. And Keurig, you know, you could circle the world 15 times and it was creating all this waste and it was a real awful discussion for the company. We wanted to make sure we didn't run into that. So our first charge to the engineers was these, the materials have to be recyclable. Um, you know, now there's a discussion about refillables and, you know, we would, if we wanted to make this refillable, we would have to compromise hygiene. And that's something we're gonna stay on the path to um, recycling. Maybe in the future, we move to compostable uh, in a different way uh, of, of being um, uh, ecologically positive, but, but absolutely recycling is so important and even more so than when we just started. So much of our audience today is also the younger audience. And that's first and foremost, just, just like they, they're born with a digital chip in their arm, they're born with recyclability in their mind share. So we wanna make sure we meet them where their values are. So, you know, I'm so fascinated with the retail end of, you know, marrying, you know, intimate wellness and high-end retail. But, it, you know, as you mentioned, the uh, wonderful retail establishments that Pulse is in, I'm wondering where do all the men go that are likely very interested in this product? Well, that's a great question. And number one, if they want our product, by the way, at like uh, uh, Nordstrom and our other retailers, they could find them in men's grooming. Uh, because I guess just as beauty has become the umbrella for products for women in self-care, men's grooming is becoming the umbrella for this as well. And, and hopefully, you know, to Rachel's point about um, proper verbiage, they'll, they'll start to call it maybe what it is at some point. But certainly the internet now, e-commerce, you can buy just about anything, right? It's not just that you used to go to Harrods in London and you could buy elephants. I mean, you can just get on the internet and buy just about anything today. So um, if people are looking for this, they're, they're gonna find it and they'll either be taken to Amazon uh, the everything school, the everything store, or or directly to our site or one of our retailer sites. What is in my experience, men make up you know a quarter to a third of the purchasers of products like this. Just when you look at you do analysis and you started for menopausal women, so I would think that that is your primary customer. How has that turned out? Do you know who's buying this stuff? Oh, Rachel, we thought this was going to be a woman of a certain age, right? A woman of a certain age was building this product for women of a certain age. Wow, has that shifted. I mean, we shifted on both gender and age split. First of all, we actually sell more products to men. I mean, it's a pretty equal split, but we do over-index to men and we feel... Um, it's a new age, a new day. We are happy it, and we've heard it in our testimonials. Men are buying it because if their female partners are happier and more comfortable, let's face it, they're getting more sex, right? So it's the happy thing. We also feel we have a huge opportunity um, and with the gay men that are loving the elegance of the product as well on both the formulation side and the delivery. And... Um, of course, solo play is always good for everybody. So uh, men and women. And um, yeah, that's been great. So that's on the gender side. And on the age side, this woman of a certain age, that is completely expanded. I mean, we 
from 18 to 65, we are pretty equally split in younger, middle, and a little bit older. And obviously for their different needs, whether it's menopause or just for pleasure or solo play or whatever it is. It's great. Yeah, no question. I mean, the younger, the younger demographic in my office is usually wanting to have a, 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 a wonderful lubricant for pleasure. And the menopausal population or the perimenopausal population absolutely need it for dryness and, and of course for pleasure as well. Um, I just wanna go back uh, quickly to ingredients because what I'm finding to be so important is the what's not included in ingredients. And I just want you to address this, uh, you know, the, the parabens, the, the, the preservatives, the things that could be considered endocrine disruptors. I'm, I'm assuming you have left all these ingredients behind. I think we're gonna get an A++++ on Dr. Alyssa's scorecard. Yeah, we don't include any uh, parabens, any petroleum-based, um, uh, any uh, glycols, um, anything with a name you can't pronounce um, that would shift. Uh, we're all about premium, natural where we can, uh, organic where we can in certain ingredients. Um, and as I said, we don't, add in any of those flavors or fragrances either that can really change the pH balance and cause some of those nasty infections that you probably treat several times a day in your office. <laughs> you are so right. Excellent. So what is next down the pike? I mean, you know, you're, you're in retail, you've got wonderful uh, variety of lubricants. You have a beautiful, as you put it, Apple-esque device. What comes down the pike for uh, Pulse? Well, we are, we are so excited about the future. I mean, one of our big learnings with testing and, and talking to our customers, because we like to do that a lot, um, when are you coming out with formulations for baby care? When are you coming out with formulations for body care? Are you going to come out with a beard oil for us, what the guys say? So... One of the beautiful aspects of this device is if you think about what it delivers, warm, touchless product in precise volume amounts, who would not want this not only delivering lubricants sitting on your bedside, but in your bathroom to deliver men's grooming products or after bath oils or sitting in the nursery. So we have an entire growth product plan with really endless opportunities, endless, anything that comes in a liquid, you know, goop, as we call it, a lotion, a cream, a gel that you would like served up warm. And just about anything but a martini is good served up warm. Um, we're, 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 gonna, we're going to be applying our product to that. And we're so excited about the future. Fantastic. It's wonderful to speak. Uh, we wish you all the best success, of course, and look forward to seeing what comes down the line. You will be the first to know. Thanks thank so much. Thanks so much for being with us and uh, keep up the good work. We'll look forward to seeing uh, what comes next for Pulse. Thanks so much. Thanks for the Pulse check today. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Don't forget. 
Subscribe to our podcast at businessofthev.com for the latest trends and trendsetters in women's health and business.